Hello and welcome to Media MD, your weekly dose of media that you have somehow missed. I'm Ruben Morehouse. And I'm Elliot Diebold. And uh, this week, Elliot, I think it's your turn to bring me something, so what is it? Yeah, so this week I'm bringing the uh, British crime drama Broadchurch, Mm. um, which I assume you've probably heard of. Yeah, well I know it has David Tennant in it, and it has that girl who is in Mitchell and Webb's uh, peep show and uh, yeah, in the, uh, Olivia Colman comedy. I can't remember. That's the one. Um, it's interesting because this show. Well, okay. Here's the thing. I know almost nothing about it, but it's it's seen. It's 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 a big enough show that I feel like I should know more about it just through it kind of being in the zeitgeist. But I know almost nothing about it, so <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Well, I think I think that's because there's nothing really sort of. Uh, I mean, I don't want to use this word, but like sort of memeable about it or anything. Like it's just a serious mm. sort of drama, so it's not really the sort of thing you you quote online. And and, and I mean, really, the main thing to talk about is uh, as a crime drama, it's basically each season focuses on a crime, and and the whole sort of thing is is who done it, mm. and that's really okay. the main thing you've got to talk about. But you're not going to do that online because then you're just ruining at least one season for someone else uh, well, if they haven't seen it. Well, you know, it. Elliot, I feel like now you're just kind of stealing my idea because I did Dirk Gently last week and uh, this just sounds like it's the exact same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking, like, I've actually written down here in my notes, this is a crime drama that's similar in structure to Dirk Gently, but that's just about where the similarities well, end. Well, yeah, presumably they're very tonally different. Um, yeah, so it's basically, you've got you've got that main sort of season structure and that's mm. it um yeah, yeah sounds pretty similar <laughs> um yeah like Broadchurch is very it's it's you know pretty intense heavy drama type stuff like the show does a really good job of um i i mean basically the the conception uh by the creator was that he wanted to focus on how uh, uh the murder of a child which is sort of the the mis- the crime mm. mystery of the first season how that would affect a small town so the focus of the show is very much about how this is impacting everyone emotionally, uh, and in particular the you know the parents and and sibling of the kid who was mm. murdered. So it's it's pretty intense. Sounds intense, but okay, you know, intense can be a good thing. It it just means yeah. that uh, it, it's probably not the kind of show that I'm gonna binge watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, see, yeah, I definitely. I mean, I I ended up binge watching this with my girlfriend just because it was so captivating and you just needed really? to find out what was going to happen next, but mm. it was really intense as well. Like it was very much, it was exhausting, but <laughs> Took we couldn't pull you, ourselves yeah. away. Uh, yeah. And I mean, and the, the acting is superb obviously. So like, you know, we've talked about like, you know, David Tennant is just one of those actors who disappears into roles and just really mm. owns them. Like, you know, like some actors when they do really well in a role and then it can be really hard to like, see them as someone else the next time they're in something. Mm, yeah. But I, I never get that with David Tennant. Like he completely owns a role, but also the next time I see him in something, I have absolutely no issue seeing him in his new role. Yeah. I mean, the two biggest things that I've seen him in are obviously Doctor Who and um, and Jessica Jones, which are two completely yeah. different roles and he plays them both perfectly. So <laughs> yeah, it, I, I would say that that speaks to his talent as an actor. Um, and then, of course, uh, Jodie Whittaker, who will be, you know, taking over the role of Doctor Who in a few months. Um, mm. She plays the mother of um, the kid who was killed. Mm. Um, yeah, cool. So it obviously it's like a high, 
a highly regarded British cast. Or, yeah, I mean, definitely. I guess Olivia Colman isn't that highly regarded, but I've always enjoyed her in things. Yeah, she's really solid in this. I think if... if I, I, I don't know too much about sort of how well regarded or anything she is, but if she wasn't before this, she probably would be afterwards. Mm. She... She does a really good because she's basically one of the leads alongside David Tennant, and mm. and she does you know almost as well as he does. Like you know, she really carries it um, yeah. as well. Uh, and yeah, there'll be lots yeah. of other. I mean, this is a bit like Black Mirror. A lot of other sort of actors and actresses that you uh, will recognize are just going to sort of pop up from Doctor Who or Agent Carter or whatever. Just Agent Carter. Yeah, I was I was imagining like British. Well, I guess. Wait, Helly Atwell is British, isn't she? Isn't she, she is, uh, but it's not her actually. But uh, I oh. mean, you'll see uh, if you make Ooh, it. That spoil- far. Spoilers. Um, Maybe we'll talk about it in the fortnight. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, it's one of those things where whenever a, a group of new characters sort of gets introduced, there's always one or two where you're like, "Oh, that's so and so." Well, presumably each season has like a new batch of characters relating to the crime get introduced. Um, yeah, pretty much. Um, but mm. it doesn't. It doesn't always just drop the old one. If that if mm. that sort of makes sense, like it does a good job of not just feeling like season two is the new crime and it has nothing to do with it. They sort of mix in the baggage, I guess is the best word, um, of the previous yeah issue. Um, yeah. Um, and, and I mean th- that part of that is just it's a way to keep the interesting characters who are only sort of involved in the first crime um around mm. but the other part is that that's more realistic like yeah of course and and if something's if if the show's exploring how the crimes affect the town then mm-hmm. you know the town members of the town have to be characters in the show for that to work exactly and, and i mean i just wanted to to give credit to the show because th- this is sort of a bit of a pet peeve of mine but as someone who sort of mostly grew up in a in a fairly small town I get really annoyed with the way they're often portrayed because, like, I mean, it's not really a small town, but like the the one hundred, which we've talked about on this podcast, mm. um, really annoyed me because it was like there were only meant to be about a thousand people on those space stations before they sort of came down, but almost nobody yeah. already knew nobody anyone, knew each and other. it was like ridiculous. Yeah. If there's only a thousand people, everyone's going to know each other. Like, that's not how it works. Yeah, um, totally. So. It was, um, it's good. Like, Broadchurch has clearly got people involved who grew up in these sort of small towns because not everyone knows everyone, but lots of people sort of know of each other. And it just, mm. I thought it did a really good job of capturing just sort of the social dynamics of a small rural town. Yeah. Okay. What well, one thing I hate when people say is like, oh, this thing's like an extra character in the show. You know, like you said that during, yeah. during our first ever episode on Firefly about, about the ship Serenity. Yeah, but um, I can I can kind of get the vibe that that's the kind of thing that someone might say about this show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could see that. Like the, I mean, uh, yeah, I wouldn't call the town a character. Like I, I would stand by calling Serenity a character in Firefly, but mm-hmm. um, in this, yeah, the the town is very much a focus. Um, yeah, and the vibe of the town is an important factor for sure. Um, and and I think it's done really well, and yeah, avoided that pet peeve of mine. um so this is a like a a crime drama mystery whodunit show right like yeah so i I feel like i have to ask because the thing that often fails these kinds of shows is resolution of Mm. of um of the mystery yeah how does Broadchurch do oh yeah um i was yeah i was gonna i was gonna try and touch on that because it 
I think it does a pretty good job. I mean, because these sorts of things are hard because, like, uh, Veronica Mars, which is a, a show I quite liked, often fell into the trap where, in an effort to not make it predictable, the answer just ended up being some completely left-field bullshit yeah. that you couldn't see coming, and that's, like, just as unsatisfactory. As unsatisfying, yeah, totally. Um, when it's something you could never see coming. Um, and I think Broadchurch does a good job of sort of landing somewhere in the middle there. Like, I, I don't think any of the reveals left me being like, oh, that's, that's like, amazing and perfect. Mm. But but again, because the focus is so much on the characters, when those reveals mm. come, you're almost caring more about how this is affecting everyone. Yeah, that sounds like a good way for it to be set up. Like, if it's not about the resolution of the mystery, it's about the actual impact the mystery has on the characters and their lives, then yeah. that's what you are going to care about, right? Yeah, exactly. And so I think that's like, you know, I'd say probably most of the answers fall... Yeah, somewhere on that spectrum um, between either obvious or just out of left field. But I, mm. I never felt myself really bothered by it because whenever those sort of sorts of reveals happened, I was like, oh, shit, how's this going to affect so-and-so? And then, of course, that's immediately where it goes and it's super depressing mm. and upsetting. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I have one more thing I want to... It's a heavy show. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine it would be. Um, I have another thing I want to ask, which is yeah. in a lot of, in a lot of, uh, like, in, you know, crime drama kind of shows, the something that always seems to strike me as a common flaw among them is the main investigating team, which I'm assuming is David Tennant and Olivia Coleman in this. Yes, kind of seems secondary as characters to. You know the 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 characters involved in the the yeah. murder or or the town or whatever it is, um, and and a lot of times you see with stuff like this that the main investigating team doesn't really have arcs as characters, or, mm. or they'll have kind of half baked arcs, but they feel very much inserted. Sure, I'm um, curious to to hear about David Tennant's character and Olivia, Olivia Coleman's character because you haven't like mentioned yeah. them in the first <laughs> ten ten minutes, and it's, it's <laughs> making me a bit nervous. Yeah, sure. Um, no, I, I'd say uh, so. David Tennant plays um, D.I. Alec Hardy, and then Olivia Coleman plays uh, Sergeant um, Ellie something. God, I've forgotten her name. That's embarrassing. Um, but they no, they both sort of have arcs. So obviously, um, Olivia Coleman's character is sort of the the local to the town, and so she's sort mm. of often the gateway to introducing us to, to characters and stuff because mm. uh, David Tennant's character Alec Hardy is someone who's just moved here um, basically to help sort of solve this murder um, mm. and also to get away from some messes in his own past, which sort of become a thing. Back, backstory coming in. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no, they both definitely have um, their own arcs and more so in the later seasons even. Like uh, mm. uh, Alec Hardy's a big focus in sort of season three, so I don't know if, if you'll make it sort of that far um but then olivia Collins' character is, how many seasons is, are is there? a big thing in season two so there's three right it, it, they sort of did every two years so it's like 2013 2015 2017 mm. but uh the show sort of establishes its timeline i think there's like a few months between each season mm. um so it's all sort of set in 2013 2014 um 
And of okay. course, there's not going to be a season four because basically all the main people have moved over to Doctor Who now. So, because <laughs> uh, the show's completely written and, and sort of created by Chris Chibnall, who's now the showrunner for Doctor Who. And Jodie really? Whittaker. Yeah, Jodie God. Whittaker was one of the leads and she is now Doctor Who. Okay, so Doctor Who now is just Broadchurch <laughs> season four. Yeah, basically. Um, so when, when the Doctor has to investigate the murder of a small alien child, stuff's going to go a bit off the rails. Yeah, it's going to be a pretty dark season of Doctor Who if this is anything uh, similar. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'd be down for that. Imagine a, well, a the space only other things crime I've seen Chris work on were uh, Torchwood and this, this little show called Camelot. Camelot was like mm. this R-rated dark show and Torchwood was sort of Doctor Who's... Um, slightly more adult mm. i i saw a couple of episodes of torchwood torchwood felt like um the american spin-off of doctor who to me a little bit and it, it was definitely trying to be more adult than doctor who. Like, doctor who definitely mm. tries to m- remain as a mostly family show yeah um whereas torchwood was definitely trying to get a bit more adult themed with it and that sort of worked and it didn't but um yeah i remember the first episode was like an alien that had sex with people to like drain their life yeah. energy yeah. or something wasn't that right yeah that, that's like that. that's basically how i remember it I, I, mean, <laughs> I, I remember it that well i i didn't get that into torchwood um yeah no me neither i don't think anyone got that into torchwood <laughs> and i mean it's interesting because because like chris chibnall's written and a, a few doctor who episodes as well and they're all ones i actually really don't like um mm. So I was a little nervous oh, really? sort of with him taking the reins of Doctor Who because I didn't enjoy what he did with Torchwood or what he did mm. with Doctor Who. Um, but then I've loved things like Camelot and Broadchurch, which he's done on his own. So I'm, I mean, I guess maybe now that he's getting the whole reins, it'll be better. I, I guess we'll have to see. But I mean, Stephen Moffat did episodes that everyone loved of Doctor Who and then when he took over... A lot of people <laughs> didn't, didn't like so it. Well. So, so maybe, maybe uh, what was his name? Chris something... Chibnall, yeah. Chris Chibnall. Maybe that's exactly what the show needs. Someone who wrote episodes that you don't like, and then when he takes over, it does really well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see. Yeah, I mean, look, we've been talking about Doctor Who and Torchwood for a few minutes, so I yeah. guess that means it's time to wrap up. Um, I think I've learned from my experience going into these prescription episodes that what I think about a show beforehand is almost never what I think about a show <laughs> afterwards. So Yeah, I think I'm a really bad seller. Look, I'm not just gonna. I'm just not gonna comment on it. I think. Okay. Um, but it sounds interesting, and I know it's a pretty well-respected British crime drama. Which all those words sound like things that I love. So we'll see <laughs> how we go. Yeah. Yeah. So if if you want to watch Broadchurch along with us, uh, you can leave your comments on the discussion thread, which I'll link in the show notes, and uh, we might feature your comments in our next ep- in our not next episode in our episode after next. Um, when we're talking about what I thought of Broadchurch. Next week, we'll actually be doing a a down-the-rabbit-hole episode where we dive into a piece of weird internet culture, and we'll be talking about something that I haven't shown you yet, Elliot, but it's something that I really love. It's a little YouTube series called Dancers Moving, seven-part YouTube series. So if you want, check that out before next week, and we'll be talking about it. It's It's on YouTube. It's like 25 minutes long in total, so it's pretty easy to check out. Okay. Remember to follow us on Twitter and Facebook if you want to interact with us. Uh, you can also leave us a review on iTunes, which we would much appreciate. If you want, you can also check out our website, which has links to all of those things I just mentioned, as well as links to those discussion threads, the ways to contact us, and all of the previous clues for the Media MD ARG. You can help us figure out just who is Dr. MD and why is his temple so wide. Elliot, why don't you tell the listeners this week's clue? 
Uh, it's a question mark. Spit on the Just nose. a question mark. Yeah, a punctuation clip. Um, and we'll see you next week. Bye.